principal should ask their teachers, when you feel supported by me as a principal, what does that look like? Uh, Instead of assuming that, and I learned that from him. And so that goes back to someone who cares for their teachers, Mm -hmm. but like cares like don't wait for them to walk through the door walk through walk through their their door welcome to hallway conversations we're a trio of educators who have plenty of questions about teaching and learning and school culture and we believe in the value of collaboration and reflection as we seek to keep growing as teachers so this podcast is our place for thinking out loud together about issues in education and why they might matter to christian educators welcome to the conversation Hello, everyone. Welcome to Hallway Conversations. My name is Matt Beamers. I'm Abby DeGroat. And I'm Dave Mulder. Richard Mao has a wonderful book titled The Life of the Mind. It's a short but important book, and I really encourage you to read it. Chapter 11 in that book is one I've read many times. It is titled Safe Spaces for Playing Around. And in that chapter, Mao says, quote, safe spaces are essential for intellectual explorations, end quote. And he shares a vignette of having a hallway conversation with a colleague that often concluded with a colleague stating, well, I have to go back to my office to play around with a few ideas. As we begin season three, I think of the concept of playing around with a few ideas and how that captures what we're trying to do here. Our deep hope is to create a safe space for all of us, you and us, to learn together. And our desire is that we might be encouraged in our work and encourage you to go back to your classroom, your staff room, your boardroom, or your hallway and play around a bit. And while teaching and education is a serious business, Dave, Abby, and I try not to take ourselves too seriously here. That's right. Whether on the podcast or in the hallway, we like to poke fun and laugh, but we also try to carry each other's burdens and pray with each other once in a while. And we think this is what it also is what it means to live in Christian community. So if you are new to hallway conversations, welcome. The general format is that one of us brings a question and we play around in the sandbox with it. Better yet, we love getting questions from you, our listeners. So if you have time, We'd like to hear from you, so please email us or send us a recording of your question, and we'll do our best to play around with it. Please send your questions to hallwayconvospod at gmail.com. That's hallwayconvospod at gmail.com. All right, so the last couple of weeks, uh, we've been taking turns kind of telling our stories and sharing some of our passions. So two weeks ago, uh, you all grilled me about educational Mm -hmm. technology, and last week it was Abby's turn. We talked about literacy, and Matt, this this week we're going to talk with you about one of your areas of expertise (laughs) and passion. We're we're using the word expertise pretty loosely here. So I've always appreciated the administrators that I've worked for because I realize I have actively avoided becoming an administrator. I I do not think I'm thick-skinned enough for that work. But I know, Matt, you have an ex- uh, expertise. Yeah. You've had uh, mm. history as a school leader. Yeah. And I would just love, let's talk a little bit about that today. Yeah. Uh, was school leadership always an interest for you? Or maybe yeah. just tell us the story. How'd you get into yeah. school leadership? Well, let, let's just say if I was a better leader, I would have I would have gone before Abby last week. Because if you haven't listened to last week's podcast, <laughs> you need story. to. I think so that's, leader, that's leadership 101, be strategic. Where Encouraging you are questions. Oh, yeah. Right, you yeah. And yeah. why it was yeah. so good. Right. So. Dave, it's, it's interesting that you said, like, one of the things in your, just in your um, preamble about this idea of not being in leadership and not having thick skin. And it's funny you said that for me, because I would say in some ways that that's been a bit of my struggle, actually, in school leadership mm-hmm. is, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's hard. I, I take things, I'm a feeler, you guys know that about me, I feel things 
deeply and, and there's and there's wonderful that's a wonderful gift from God I'm grateful okay. for that gift I like I want to name that but but like with any gift there's a shadow side to that right mm -hmm. and so um you know whether you have thick skin or not I don't I hope doesn't stop people from entering leadership but I but I but I understand what you mean like it's a there's hard things like of of leadership of you know you get to journey through hard things with people and that's a privilege like mm -hmm. sacred moments and um, you're on the on the receiving end of people's frustrations, and and you learn to listen and take it and receive it. And um, but yeah, I I would lie. At, you know, I just made a quick connection point. I know you asked a question about my journey into it, but but I you know it's not for the faint of heart. It's incredibly rewarding. And um, if you have thick skin, that's that's good. But if you don't, that shouldn't stop people. I guess sure mm -hmm. from getting from getting into it. So I just yeah. I actually want to start with that. Yeah, my journey into leadership. That's a good question, Dave. I was. You know, I became a vice principal. So I shared the story last night. So I teach Education 560 at the university here, which is, which is Introduction to School Leadership. So there's a few current leaders in there. Um, most of those tend to be fellow Canadians. So shout out to people north of the border. <laughs> but people who are thinking about and we have people in public schools. We have people in Christian schools, non-faith-based private schools from Iowa and actually from, from many states and, and actually from our, around the world. But... I was sharing last night, actually, as we were talking about leadership, my journey into leadership. And I was 28 when I became a vice principal back in British Columbia. And I realize now um, that, I maybe realized then, but I really realize now how I was not ready for that. And mm. and I, I was reflecting on that, actually, as I was reading, as I was reading yesterday and sharing with the students in that class, um, something from the educational task of Dora University, which is, so Dort has these two um, documents. One's called the Educational Task. Dort is where we work. If you're if you're new, <laughs> that's with the T. Just to clarify for people far away. Dort, but Dort, Dort University. <laughs> but they have these two amazing documents. One's called the Educational Task and the Educational Framework. And whether you go to, whether you're associated with Dort or not, I I genuinely encourage you to read those. But in that document, it talks about um, the concept of office mm -hmm. um, which has become really powerful for me as i as i've just gotten older to be honest and understanding it more but but i just want to read something that i mentioned last night that's part of eventually yeah. answering your question but it says in any social context certain individuals have a responsibility to care for the common good of the community so in family life parents have responsibility to nourish educate protect their children in the ecclesial life Pastor, elders, and deacons are called to minister to their congregations in various ways. And we refer to those roles and responsibilities as offices. And when I read that, I was I was really, it struck me that when I first became an administrator, this idea that we have the responsibility to care for the common good of the community. I want to believe that I did that. Like, I, mm -hmm. I tend to be, and I say it humbly, like, I... I I care for others. I care yeah. deeply for yeah, others. <laughs> but I didn't think, but I don't think I fully understood this responsibility of caring for the common good of the, of the larger community. And, mm -hmm. and so when I got into leadership, I, I think it was, you know, I thought there was, you know, identified a potential need in the school. I was like, hey, I can do that. There was a, for sure a bit of arrogance attached to that, you know, because who are you at 20, like, who, and I, there's 28 year olds, who are great principal. Yeah. I'm saying for Matt Beamer's at 28, who did I think I was that I could be a, a, a principal? This is an area of growth, absolutely, absolutely. And and for whatever, you know, I, I applied for that job. Um, 
I, I was, you know, I, and I became a vice principal, and I, and I went into it really pretty blind and not knowing, honestly, not knowing what I, what I was saying yes to. And but anyways, but I also then when I read this document about office and what does it mean to have office consciousness, I, I also want to believe that I grew and I grew in my understanding yeah. of that, and I grew in that quite quickly. But but I'm still I still continue to grow in that. I think sure. I fully understand because I think when you use the language of a responsibility to care for the common good of the community, that's a huge weight. Mm -hmm. And I and I loved being in school leadership, but it's also not to be taken lightly, especially yeah. in the in mm -hmm. in that context of of yeah, responsibility to care for the community. And when you're in school leadership, that is your responsibility um, to care to care for the, the community. So to make an analogy, I mean, it sounds like you're describing a kind of a shepherding sort of a role yeah. here, right? Like you are entrusted with care for students, yeah. teachers, Absolutely. facilities. Absolutely, you know, like it's, it's interesting because as I became, as I got further into my journey in leadership, you know, some, someone said once, you know, like part of the job of school, of being a school leader is that, you know, when you wake up at 3.30 in the morning, who's thinking about if the lights were turned off? Mm -hmm. Who's thinking, like every little who's thinking mm -hmm. about, you're the person who's thinking about it when no one else is thinking about it. That's, <laughs> That's right. part of your job, which literally is what leads to, can lead to, to sleepless nights. Mm -hmm. And so there's definitely an operational side to it, um, which I had to grow in my understanding of that. Um, but there's also a shepherding side, and you can talk to ten different leaders, and they're going to have right. They're some are going to be like, no, like they're going to downplay the shepherding side, and there's nothing wrong with that part sure. of it. You, Dave, you talk about you teach who you are, right? right. But Parker yeah. Palmer, but I think you lead who you are too, uh, right? Yeah. And so, yeah, so I think that shepherding comes out of of who I am. It was modeled to me by some really really strong mentors. Um, yeah, and I, I think that would be I think that would be an appropriate um, analogy, sort of, for how I saw myself self as a leader, and and I think part part of that as you're shepherding, you know, I had to learn to give up control at times, right? And as, as a shepherd, that's like you do, you're trying to control everything. <laughs> And the sheep don't want to go sheep, where you Yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. I'm a sheep. Uh, yeah, totally, totally. And those are hard moments, actually, yeah. right? Because because yeah. there's times there's good reason they don't want to go for right. you where you want to go, and you have to pay attention to that. Yeah. You have to pay yeah. attention to that. You have, to, and that's where what's the common good, right? Yeah. Right. And to think that you know Lee Holler was a, a wonderful a mentor for me um, many years ago. He's former executive director of the Society of Christian Schools of British Columbia, one of the wisest, wisest people I met. But I remember one time talking to him about leadership and, and he always talked about like, beware the person who um, acts like they've got the corner on the truth, mm -hmm. right? Like just always, and and I have, I had, so in some ways I had to be careful not to be that person because I can be. Sure. And so there's times as a leader, right, you also, yeah, you're shepherding and you're stewarding, but how do you also at times get out of your, get out of your own way, mm -hmm. actually, right? And so I, I had to, I had to learn that as well. So, so yeah, I appreciate that as thinking about as a, as a shepherd and, um, yeah, yeah, that fits, I think, sorry. Matt, I know that we talked about analogies a little bit, and when I heard you talking about how you grew into the role yeah. by being in the role. I think yeah. often we talk a lot in our department about classroom management, right? And how yeah. our students don't feel like, like we oh. can talk about classroom management theory all we want. Yeah. We can, they write a position paper yeah. on classroom, but we can't yeah. 
teach them classroom management in the full way until they're in front of students managing yeah. a class, right? Do yeah. you feel that way about leadership yeah. a little bit too? Abs oh, absolutely, absolutely. Yes. So much so, Abby. So as soon as you started asking the question, I just think about, man, did, the things I learned along the right. way. And, yeah. and, and you know what? I, I worked at, as a um, vice principal and a principal at, at a few different schools. And it's it's God's grace, like the people I worked with, like they were of the highest mm -hmm. quality and of the highest character. Yeah. And I look back now and I think, man, they must have just rolled their eyes sometimes. And yet they were <laughs> so gracious mm -hmm. and so kind. Um, but yeah, you really you have to learn by you have to learn by doing. And um, you know, I, I think one of the things that I that I learned is is try to be better at asking questions, you know, like you, I love asking questions and mm -hmm. getting to, but I, I had to learn that actually. Like I, guys, I can remember, I'll tell you a story and I, I don't mind because these people have become dear friends, like dear friends of mine. I'm talking about these, like I, I was a high school vice principal and then I became um, an elementary vice principal before I became an elementary principal. But um, yeah, there was a bit of a transition in our school at that time, and, I, and I, the transition wasn't smooth for everybody. And um, and so I sat here. I sat at an and I never thought I'd be in, in elementary school leadership. Okay. Not, I just yeah. I just yeah. didn't see that. And and so I was asked to provide some support there. And and I can remember sitting around with a, a, some amazing teachers and human beings who I did not know at the time. Mm -hmm. And I still remember when I'm laughing as I say it because it's it's one of the most ridiculous things I've ever said without, you know, I never asked a question, I didn't know these people. And my opening line at the opening faculty meeting was, folks, we need to be better. Ooh. And I know it's exactly totally. No, totally. Never say that, folks. No, I'm saying that because because I, I get the stupidity of it. And, and the grace that I got, and like I said, yeah. these became some of my dear friends. Like, this is a shout-out to you, Jody Bomhoff, Evelyn Bowman, like, Marsha Kuzmik. There is just a team of people there who had all kinds of experience. And here comes this know-it-all who doesn't really know anything about <laughs> elementary school leadership, and they took me under their wings, and they helped, they helped me succeed. Like, I will always have a place in my heart for, for those people, mm -hmm. for the grace that they gave. Well, when I started in leadership, I was like, I'm going to solve the problem. I don't even know what the question is, but I'm <laughs> yeah. going to solve this, yeah. right? Yeah. And you had to learn. That's a good way to think And you had to learn. I just had to learn mm -hmm. by doing it. And like I said, those people helped me. They took me under their wings, and they helped. They even helped me to mm -hmm. know what questions to ask. It, it made me realize, and I didn't know this before I came became a, a, a leader, like, this idea of like we're all responsible for each other's mm. success. Oh yes. Mm -hmm. Like, like you know, like I, it really. I can get sad. I think it's the word. It's not the right word, but sad when I hear people who talk like when when a colleague goes into into leadership, like you're going over to the dark side, and it's like oh, there's yeah. no dark side about it, right? right. It's yeah. it's about calling. It's about office, right? Going interdependence. Back to that, that, and right. it's just interdependence, yeah. right? Where it's like, man, as as teachers, we have a responsibility to help the the principal succeed we really do and, and as a principal we uh you know you have a responsibility mm -hmm. to help these teachers succeed like we we need e we need each other and and i didn't know that like that's what those teachers actually told me like they without me saying it they felt responsible for my success mm -hmm. and i just think what what a beautiful posture they took 
with someone who's opening line with, we need to do better. <laughs> no, honestly. That's, like, that's just a picture of the body of Christ, though, too, yeah. right? We have different yeah. gifts, and we're equipped for different roles because we have different callings. Yeah, right? absolutely, absolutely. Mm -hmm. so. yeah. I have one more question yeah. for you. So my kid's school is looking for a new leader, actually, yeah. right now. So yeah. they have an interim this year, yeah. and I just filled out a survey. Yeah. <laughs> and one of the questions on that survey was, what do you think are some qualities yeah. that a, yeah. the leader, hmm. you know, of your kid's school should yeah. have? And it was an interesting thought exercise for me to answer yeah. that question. So can, I'm curious. Can you what, share? Can you share a I couple of things? I want to hear your answer first. <laughs> Put you on the spot. Yeah. yeah. So, so if you had to name some qualities or characteristics that you think make um, for a good leader, yeah. what would you say? Totally. Um, yeah, depending on the context, you know, the type of school. Like, a, if I think about for my own kids, somebody who loves loves Jesus and takes mm -hmm. following in the, in the way of Jesus really seriously and, and, and embodies that in their everyday mm -hmm. walking around life. Um, I, I want my kids to see that. Um, I want my I want my kids to see someone that is interested in their um, heart and their mind. Like, I think about mm -hmm. Jamie. Jamie Smith's line, right? Like, what if education wasn't first and foremost about information, but right. formation? Yeah. Right. Um, somebody that understands that maybe it it works from the heart up to the brain instead of the brain yeah. to the heart. So, yeah. I, somebody that that is understands the yeah that education for formation, which right. is what we've mm -hmm. talked right. about. Um, I would say somebody that um, doesn't ever shame kids. That even when they're mm -hmm. having tough conversations. It's framed in the context of, um, I want to talk to you about this because I love you mm -hmm. and because I love this community and there's brokenness, but it comes out of a place of a place of love, like to say, I want something better for you right. in yeah. your life. And if right. I didn't want something better for you, I wouldn't talk to you about this, right. but I love you too much to let, to let this go. I think someone who thinks creatively and innovatively about education, mm -hmm. like I want to say... Hey, like these this is the these are the good things we're doing and how can we grow and leverage those good things but what are the things that we're doing as a school that maybe we shouldn't be doing anymore because yeah. i always think it's easy as a school leader and i like i had an amazing model and our superintendent dave lowen back in surrey he's one of the most gifted strongest leaders and i actually texted him that a few years a few weeks ago just to say you need to know i I talk about you all the time. Like he was, <laughs> he was crazy. I, I was, I'm just blessed. But he would often like this idea of like if we're gonna add something, like what do we like what are we gonna what are we gonna take away? And he, I remember him saying this idea of of it's easy to add as a school leader. Mm -hmm. Everybody loves adding things. Like sure. who does like look at this, right. look at that. But it's way harder to look at a school culture and say what's kind of run its course. Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. And then and then and then to, to make those to make have the courage to make those changes. Yeah. So. To think innovatively, creatively around pedagogy. I, I was a school leader that cares for their faculty. Yeah. yeah. Right. Like I think yeah. just to, to understand, right? Like, um, yeah. What does it What does it mean to create a culture of care? Because I think if you're modeling caring for your faculty, you know, the Lord willing, they're also then taking that model of care into into their classrooms, oh, right? right? right. Like, if we want the kids to be thriving, we want the no, totally, to be thriving. totally. So yes. I mean, those are those are some. You know, it's little thing. It's really little things answers. like I want you to be outside on the playground, yeah. getting your hands dirty, build like just having like yeah. be playful. Yeah. Like, take yourself serious in the work series, but make sure you play too. Make sure mm -hmm. you laugh. Yeah. Um, now, can you share a couple of things? That <laughs> what is one thing, Abby? Yeah. What is one thing for you? 
yeah, a couple of years were on my list too. Yeah, yeah Christ Fowler was first for me. Yeah. Um, the creative and innovative thinking about yeah. education, taking care of teachers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, trying to think what else I put down. I think that I said something about instruction. I liked the way you talked about formative, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. And yeah. how I think I talked about holistic, right? About yeah. how about seeing the world as a whole yeah. and yeah. an instruction that reflects all yeah. of that and being yeah. an instructional leader too. Yeah. Like I hope you have a you know, at your child's school there's a principal who wants to also I've never thought about that before. Right. Yeah. Right. Like wow. Thank you. Yeah. What a great model, though. What a, yeah. Right? Like, to be, yeah. you know, like, thank you for gifting me with yeah. that idea. And, and who can recognize that in other oh, people and bring yeah. out those yeah. totally. and let them shine yeah. in, their, in their own ways. Yeah, and models gratitude. Like, even yeah. in that, right? To, yeah. Be, yeah. to model gratitude for those things. So, But I do think that idea, and again, I think, I, I don't know who I learned this from, if it was from Dave or someone else, but this idea of, like, yeah, like you can have an open door policy, but what if no one ever walks through the door? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, you have to reflect on that as a leader. And then the last thing, I see this now, you got me going. The last thing I learned, so I worked with uh, one of the vice principal at one of the schools that his name was Danny, and, and he's 10 years younger than me. And I learned so much. About a men- like being open to your mentors being younger than you or mm-hmm. how like men- him mentoring me and in different ways, I was a way better principal because I worked with him and watching him. Mm. He would, at the end of every day, like, and almost, and I, when I mean every, like, I literally mean almost every day, would go, like, at around 3.20, 3.30, school day shorter in Canada, so about sure. half an hour after school's done, and he would walk into every single classroom and check in on every single teacher, yeah. and sometimes it was a two, three-minute conversation. And he would be there sometimes till 4.35 o'clock as long as there was teachers there checking in on them um, and just and caring for them, seeing how they're doing, listening to them, encouraging with them. Like what, and he's the person who taught me the, the, the question of like principals should ask their teachers, when you feel supported by me as a principal, what does that look like? Uh, Instead yeah. of assuming that, and yeah. I learned that from him. And so and that goes back to someone who cares for their teachers, mm-hmm. but... Like cares, like don't wait for them to walk through the door. Walk right. through, walk through their their right. door. Yeah, actually yeah. be in their space. Yeah. So That's great advice. Um, so those are some of those things that come to mind. Okay, if you could just like create that person and then send them over to my kids. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Totally. So now that we've had that he, job description. Totally. Now. So he yeah. walked on Earth about two thousand years ago. Hey, so yeah, I'm yeah. like, no, but I mean in yeah. that sense, right? Yeah. That's right. Yeah. I mean, I I say that yes. yeah, not facetiously actually, right? But like You're to right. yeah. to live in the servant way of Jesus, right? And in those yeah. things and, and and other ways. So. But Matt, I so appreciate that. Thanks for sharing from your passion yes. and your expertise yes. on this, but you you model so much of what you're yeah. describing here, brother, and I'm so glad that you're speaking into the lives of these future school yeah. leaders through our school yeah. leadership program, and, and mm-hmm. thank you for the work that you're doing. Yeah, you're making thanks. a difference. Oh, uh, thanks. It's a, it's a privilege. Just even last night, sitting with those current and future leaders, it's like you get, well, it's like you say, Dave, we get to do this, and I, yeah. but that, there's an element of that. Like, I come home on from that class on, on Wednesday nights, and it's like, Man, like I have learned so much, and that's what it should look like in any learning community, right? right. If we're mm-hmm. learning from each other. So, friends, we know that your time is valuable, and we want to thank you for joining us in the hallway today. Thank you for the good, God delighting work that you are doing, and we hope that the Lord gives you what you stand in need of in this week. Finally, we'd like to send you into your day and week with this blessing. So, to our listeners who we're so thankful for and appreciate so much, may the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. May the Lord turn his face towards you.
you and give you peace and give you peace and give you peace. Amen. Thanks for listening, everyone, and have a good week. This podcast was quite literally dreamed up during one of our actual hallway conversations. Our music is by Ethan Mulder. Hallway Conversations is an independent podcast created and produced by Matt Beamers, Abby DeGroat, and Dave Mulder. Thanks for listening.